Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. So. Hello! <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> hey oh. Hey, Pat. I wanted, before I started with getting to anybody's stuff, uh, we've teased it for now months and weeks, it seems like. Uh, let's get to your, your meat set and candles. Do you have something on that? I really don't want to do that, but fine. <laughs> no, no, let's go. <laughs> you really don't want to talk about meat set of candles? I, I would literally say that just to give you shit because you'd be like, oh, and that's it. Oh, I mean, unless you have anything, Pat. Like, you know, <laughs> like at the end of the show. Well, there's like, always hey, meat set of candles. Right, there's always meat set of candles to get to. There's always that to bring back. All I can tell you off the top of my head was there was, uh, I can't tell you that much off the top of my head. Sorry. <laughs> I took you a little off guard little off guard well what I could tell you is that they sold out you can't get them anymore there was a limited supply and they sold out like right away uh, the three scented candles was original A1 sauce burger candle and backyard barbecue candle out of all those three I would definitely go with backyard barbecue I don't know I just feel like just a burger by itself is like you need like some sauce on it or something just yeah. some sauce by itself it's like what are you doing you're just huffing glue at this point that's what i'm about i'm all about the yeah. sauce so i would get the backyard barbecue yep. mixture of the smells they probably all smell like shit but they're sold out so i'll never know <laughs> i you would think if something sells out they just sell more of them to make more money right well maybe that's why uh, no you're right on that one if they're sold they, out right away then there was definitely a demand for yeah, they might have been so ashamed at what they created that they were like, "No, shut this down." Or, I mean, is that like IHOP going to IHOP just for a limited time and yeah. then just shutting it down? Like they sold all their burgers or something? I, <laughs> I bet you these were like reject <laughs> candles that like uh, that nobody knew what they. They were probably like shitty ones that are just like, "Oh, that could be like a backyard barbecue." <laughs> like you're trying to make like chocolate ice cream and then yeah. make an A1 yeah. steak sauce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You gotta Probably. have like the mystery meat candle. That would really just like fuck me up, bro. I'd be like, what is that? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> One of those scents you can't figure out, like just something kind of gross. Mystery would... meat. It's a meat, but they don't tell you what it is. And it's got like some A1 sauce on it. So, I mean, you assume it's a steak, but you never know. Turns out it was pastrami. By the way, have... So I've had A1 on a burger before. It's kind of weird to put it on anything but steak. I kind of yeah. like the little A1 burger zing or zang. With Twang. some onions on it? I can see that. Do you Maybe a mushroom. You don't put A1 steak sauce on a nice steak, though, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Let me guess. You're one of those guys now. What? <laughs> you're one of those guys who says... I don't make a pizza. I bake a pizza. So you're going to automatically be one of those guys who's like, yeah, you, you don't put that on a steak. That's sacrilegious. No, no. You got to taste the fancy chef's cooking or whatever. Yeah, I'm talking about okay. like, if you were so like. So what if you like A1 sauce? You should be able to put it on steak if you want to. And they shouldn't get offended by that. I, I would be personally offended. I think it. Well, you're a fucking snowflake then. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I'm offended, like, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> just from stuff that's happened. So, A1 on the steak shouldn't surprise you. Yeah, it shouldn't come at a real shock, Pat. Uh, I, well, my thing, Pat, is if it's a good enough tasting thing, the sauce kind of right. takes away. You're right. It doesn't away... need the sauce. You're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It, it's like a generic flavor. It's like putting ketchup on it. Obviously, much a different version of that. You want to put ketchup on a steak, but like it's the same you've, sort of thing. Why not? Why I, not? I know, I know, it's few and far in between. But you've had a shitty steak before that was really chewy. It yes. wasn't like, yeah, every week at Bro Grill. 
Oh, mamma mia. <laughs> roasted. Boom, roasted. <laughs> uh, Sorry, awfully, qu- awfully quiet over there. <laughs> no, ro- no roast bonnet. <laughs> no comment, no comment. Uh, <laughs> it happens. Hey, I'll make a shitty steak from time to time. Uh, but... But you, you, yeah, Pat. What I'm saying is, shitty steak are one that's below grade, like not a top tier one. Let's go middle tier below. I'm okay with steak sauce. I'm saying if it's if you're getting like a high end, if you're spending a lot of money on a steak, yeah, I think you gotta kind of let it be. Otherwise, it kind of takes the sauce takes a little bit of the. You got to do it justice. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. I think I was just thinking you were gonna be one of those guys. Who's no, like, oh, no, no, you no, just no. Don't put it on steak. No, no, no. No. Sorry. It's okay. So. Pat, me and you light a meat scented candle while you're eating a oh, steak though. That's a good you, idea. You light the A1 candle <laughs> and then eat the steak. Then it's okay. I feel like that would mess it up. I don't know. <laughs> I can see that working. Because <laughs> like a idea. lot of a lot of taste is scent, they say. Like people that lose their sa- their sense of smell like lose a lot of their taste, if not all of their taste. So That's too bad. So I could see that being a good option, Paul. Hey, yeah. maybe we just uh, reinvigorated their company. Yeah. I don't know. So, uh, Pat, I know what happened with me and Paul this weekend. We'll get to that soon. What happened with you uh, this weekend? I went to Milwaukee. I hadn't been there in a long time. Um, I, I th- So, you know, like my sister just got married. Uh, I was supposed to hang out with my friend. Shout out to Pat. Two Pats back together. Um, just like literally three times I had, I had to leave him hanging because there was some wedding thing I just found out about. So I got his brewer's tickets. We went up to Milwaukee. I drank a ton of beer. I ate a ton of cheese. Just a classic trip. It was great. Classic Wisconsin. Yeah, it's for fat people. <laughs> it is for fat people. <laughs> no, it's for an active lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. That's why yeah, the same food choices is not like in Denver or Los Angeles. It's just not the same scenarios of what you'd be doing there. It's just because like certain places attract certain people, and those activities are all, you're right, just for fat people. I mean, I eat cheese and beer like every weekend. Yeah, but then you also exercise, Paul, from time yeah, to time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Time to time. Time to time. I got a bike. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that counts. That doesn't happen as much <laughs> in Milwaukee. So... As much as I do love it. So, uh, me and Paul were at a wedding this weekend, this past weekend. Shout out to Mike and Lauren. Shout out to Mike and Lauren. Uh, long-time listeners. Long-time listeners. They had a, a hashtag. All the weddings now have to have hashtags. Theirs was per yeah. celebrate. Why? Because that had their last name in it. Well, anyway, the the hashtag was per celebrate, and now every every wedding has to have a hashtag. And I'm worried about uh, my future wife, how upset she's going to be, because you can't really use <laughs> Molek in like anything else. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're not going to be using my last name in a hashtag for sure. They might throw the Z in there. Yeah, I, I mean, start planning now, maybe. But I guess you're going to have to like, <laughs> maybe it's something would have to do with her last name or something like that. Or, you might have uh, to seek out a specific last name. That's a good point. That's a very like good point. Like you find a good hashtag, and then you just find a girl with the last name like, I I have no idea. Yeah, what but would work good with? I could I could see like somebody that was super into Twitter and Instagram like they're seeking out their mate based on how in, how hashtagable their their mate's name is. Like especially a girl looking for a guy. Like how good is that going to be in a hashtag going forward? You think that could make or break, like, somebody's deciding between two people? Yeah. Some type of dual scenario? Yeah. No, I, I, I think like, so. Ah, hey, Percelebrate's better than uh, Zimol Cake. Boom. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> Percelebate sounds really... Uh, have you ever used that as a term? Because that sounds like Percelibate? another... Percelebate? Yeah, that sounds like he's... Uh, Pleasuring himself. He could be Priscilla Bint. <laughs> Priscilla Bint. <laughs> All good stuff. All good stuff. So uh, we were, me and, me and Paul were thinking about uh, wedding songs, Pat. What are some of the top wedding songs? I guess these aren't maybe necessarily like 
good songs, but what are the songs that they have to play at every wedding, do you feel like? There's the line dances, right? Yeah, they they hit us with the the wobble one. Um nobody knew that dance. Wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble baby, wobble. That's a line dance? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't not, know that. Some, I know the song. I didn't know there was an actual dance you do to it. Yeah, not many uh I don't think that many white people know about it. No. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which was mostly who was in attendance at the wedding, so it did not play well. Yeah. Um a couple of people know. Yeah. Prank that soldier boy got to get played because everyone does the dance right was i that, was that played I'm that did not get played but Thank but you. i think the last the last wedding i was at it did get played for sure uh because you're right that is another one that everybody knows i think the a similar motion to that uh psy uh size big song oh yeah was played what is that gangnam, gangnam style. style yeah that was played i'm pretty sure yeah that was big time yeah that was everybody was you know weird horse riding yes i think when I think of weddings, I think of Shout. Yep, Shout was played. That song. That was there. That was a big hit. Every, it was at the end. Everybody was completely wasted by that time. Yeah. Uh, Love Shack. I do like that, that one. Is, is that the B-52s? Yes. I think they're from Athens, where I am. Wow, topical. A little fun fact for you. Yeah, very fun fact. Uh, then another one is... Uh, this is one that I have a cousin who absolutely hates the song, and he, he sometimes I've been to weddings with him where he'll request, request that this not be played, but it's the chicken <laughs> dance. Oh yeah, that's bad. Yeah, I don't want that coming anywhere near me. Is it just like that that organ sound? Like, there's no other version of that song, is there? Uh, I think there's a even more annoying version. Yeah, there's a deep, like kind of. There's a deep dubstep with version the of chipmunks it. in it or something. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh God. Probably. <laughs> if you want to make us, oh yeah. If you want to make us song worse, just throw in the chipmunks. That's the only. It's <laughs> a good way to make it sound way worse. Yeah. <laughs> One song that was actually banned at that wedding was "Wet Wet" by uh, I believe Gucci Mane. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I know that one. Oh wow, it's very vulgar. Um, I could sing you part of it if you want. I wouldn't mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me let me pull the lyrics up. You might have to do some heavy bleeping here, Jared. <laughs> it's, it's we listed as explicit on the on the podcast store. Do you really? Yeah. All right. Just so that I never okay. have to worry about if anything is said. Move on, you judgmental prick. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Well, well, I feel like I, Uptown I, Funk is still played at every single thing I go to. Yes. Bruno Mars. Uh, I'd like that to stop. I would like that to stop as well. Uh, Cousin Uncle Jerome, who emails the show, has told me that, uh, I think it was him that was saying that Bruno Mars might be the safest music to play where, like, nobody's offended by Bruno Mars. I've never been a huge fan of him for some reason. Like, I always kind of like the idea of him because he kind of plays, like, more, like, 80s-style music now, uh, you know, 80s pop type stuff now. But for some reason, I've just never liked his music. Uh, but... Nobody gets like a, nobody's like pissed off that they're playing that. I kind of you know it bothers me a little bit, but it's I know what he's talking about. It's very safe music. I just get bothered after like I've been forced to listen to it for yeah. like years now. You know what I'm saying? Like I usually when the songs come out, I don't hate them. It's just I'm so tired of hearing them everywhere I go. They they're very yeah they're played a lot. I don't like his trumpets. I'll say it. Do you have those lyrics up, Paul? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. <clears throat> it's actually by Waka Flocka, not Gucci oh, okay, Mane. thank you. My bad. Yep. Yeah. So sorry to the loyal fans out there. <clears throat> so this is uh, from Wet Wet Waka Flocka Flame, verse 3. I'll start at line 3. You know that pussy's soaking wet. She got my sheets soaking wet. I like this girl. This... I, well, I can't even read this. I'm like, this is a nasty girl. She's spitting all over it. Throw it back. I'm throwing dick. I'm slapping her ass fucking fast. Man, I'm killing it. She like, boy, you drilling it. All in my stomach. <laughs> oh, man, I can't imagine why that was <laughs> that was on the no yeah. playlist. That wasn't played. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not even the worst. Um, When there's a girl that comes in and says some pretty bad stuff. <laughs> About her own lady parts. Wow. 
and and doing drugs in the song. That's not not okay with because there was kids there. There were a few kids there, probably. There were the the ring girl. There was a ring girl and a and a. Oh yeah, or a flower yeah. girl and a ring guy, ring boys. Two, who brings a kid to a wedding? You know, uh, parents. Unless it's an arranged marriage. <laughs> yeah. And they already brought in kids. I'm yeah. I'm I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> the kid, no, the kids are getting married. Okay. <laughs> kids are getting. Oh, I see what you're saying. Kids are getting married. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I still have yet to be invited to arranged marriage kid wedding, but hopefully one of these days. Would you go? I would go. Yeah. Probably be a very oh, different music right. selection. Um, yeah, they play kids bop. Probably be kids bop. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> probably a kids bop version of Here Comes the Bride type. You know that kind of stuff. There's probably all that. <laughs> Well, while we're on the topic of music, did you guys see who's doing the Super Bowl halftime show? No. Maroon 5, baby. There you go. Jared, we've talked about this in the past, who you would ha- rather have and all that. Yeah. What, what's your choice, Paul? If I could have anyone do it? Oh, I mean. But somebody that makes Waka sense. Flocka Flocka would be a good I'm choice. I'm saying somebody that makes sense for it. Because I've like had people that I like more, but it had to be like still a somewhat popular uh, person. You know what I'm saying? That like enough people would know. I think Maroon 5 is actually a pretty good choice. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but back in my old Iowa days, I would blast Maroon 5 at like 4 in the morning through the door. And my roommate, longtime listener of the show, Derek Quinn, would come into my room and yell at me for blasting oh, my room fire. Oh, no. <laughs> but that didn't stop you. So, no. I don't care. Yeah. It's Maroon 5. <laughs> okay, so you're going Maroon 5, so your dreams are coming a reality here. Yeah, I mean, the Chili Peppers were on it, so that was cool. Yep. Uh, but, yeah. Pat's not happy with Maroon 5. Uh, believe it or not, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You know, they're actually like live musicians. It's not just like yep. an artist and they're playing like music in the background. Yep. Like, even though it's not yeah. like my style of music, it's, a, it's like a band, and, you know? And I think he's legitimately talented. I think, you know, Adam Levine is Does like... Does anyone know anyone in that band besides Adam Levine? Uh, long-haired drummer, maybe? I think, <laughs> you don't know I think his Slash, name. <laughs> Slash is probably going to be playing with them or something, right, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He already came out and did that thing with the black eyed peas. I know. They probably yeah, just break up at their he's own. In, he's coming back. Yeah. He's coming you back. You know what? Guns could actually do it now. So now I'm going to be pissed every year they don't do it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That is fair. Uh, they could play my favorite band, Borns, but then nobody would know who was going up there. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. It's got to be something that kind of everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. Everybody knows I'm going Maroon 5. Yeah. So we have some emails here, so I wanted to get to those. Okay, one of them is from Rosalie, who's been on the show before. Rosalie says it's uh, the topic is re-Chrissy Teigen. It says, hey, boys, I've recently found out some new information about my arch nemesis, Chrissy Teigen. Word is her last name is actually pronounced Teigen, not Teigen. Does that change my thought on her? No. Will I insist on knowingly mispronouncing her name incorrectly out of blatant disrespect? Yes. What are your thoughts on this pressing matter? I think it sort of changes the game a little bit. I, I as small as a, like a detail it is, like you had someone in your mind as someone else, and that's not even how you say their name. So, and your name represents a lot about who you are. So it, it does kind of matter. But at the end of the day, you think this girl is basic and annoying. That doesn't change. So it's a little bit of both. Do you think she's afraid of her roots? Tegan sounds better. I don't know why, but I think it does. Ty- it does. It That's flows just a, a little better. Like, name. Tegan. Here's here's why I can't uh, bash it too much is because my name is a little different pronunciation. Like, you know, some of my ancestors say the, not ancestors, some of like my relatives will say it a little differently than how I they say, say it. They say Zimolke. They say Zimolke. No, they say Zmalek, I believe is how. <laughs> That's like a more Czech pronunciation of it. They're just eating peanut butter all day? Or yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I, I can't bash on it too much because we definitely do a more Americanized version of it. Uh, but, you know, is it just one more thing to like her a little less for? Sure. 
Those are my mind. thoughts. Okay. Hot take. Hot take, Rosalie. Thank you. Uh, here's the next one, and it's from Smacko. I thought you were gonna say smack of there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, a cough and then and then a, a light smack. Okay, so the first is a link to a Twitter post by Geek Outpost HQ, and this Twitter post, uh, this tweet, uh, is it's hashtag Detective Pikachu movie starring Ryan Ryan Reynolds, uh, gets its first official poster coming to theaters next summer. So there's a Detective Pikachu movie starring Ryan Reynolds. That's good to know. Uh, then it says this. With the upcoming Detective Pikachu movie coming out next summer, I got to thinking, what Pokemon do you think would be the best private eye? The best private eye? What does that mean? Detective. Like the best detective yeah. type, type deal? deal? Oh. I don't know if I remember. T- I, I won't lie. I was a part of the Pokemon clan like everyone else was yeah. when we were growing up. But yeah. I don't remember too many of them in too many detail at this point. So that's kind of tough. Um, yeah. I'm gonna have to look up. I'm gonna have to look up how many there was like 150 or something, right? Well, that's so I lost track after it gained like a ton more. At one point, they had like a they added a bunch of new guys. There's like six thousand now. Yeah. Um, if there was gonna be a good detective one though, I'm going with um. Remember the guy with the spoons that could literally like do mind control? Well, that's tricks? what I was gonna say. I think it's Psy guy. Is that the guy? Or is that from? Uh, Maybe there's two mind control guys. I'm looking. At I'm, I'm getting. His I'm name getting. Was uh, Alakazam, Abra, Kad- and then you get Kadabra, and then Alakazam. Little little joke in the Pokemon evolution oh. right there. Wait, it disconnected the course. A list of Poke- Pokemon. Why are there seven generations? <laughs> What's the difference? Um. Well, that's what I'm saying. They kept like so. We were. We were paying attention when it was like the initial ones, and then after that is when they started coming out with the different versions of it. Yeah, I'm, I ain't, I'm looking dude, at I ain't these. seen these some of these crazy. things in like 15 years now. <laughs> There's just like a half mammoth, half walrus in this list. <laughs> this is just like a cloud. Yeah. What is happening to these Pokemon? Yeah, no, it's a little bit. They got pretty crazy with them at the end. Okay. I'm yeah. going to go with Snorlax because people are always going to think he's asleep. Oh, and he can listen good call. And hear the dirt. Paul, right. Abra is actually what I was thinking as well. That guy, yeah. Abra, that's what I had in mind. A side guy is from, uh, is, is from Mario Tennis. Um, that's what I was... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but I thought... That's who I was picturing in my head, but I was thinking the name Psy guy. But he, these are psychic uh, Pokemon. That's why I was thinking of that. But Abra... Kadabra is actually the one more specifically. Uh, is Abra's the little Alakazam? Baby. Is Alakazam the big one? Yeah, Alakazam is the best one. That would make one. that would make the most sense. So then uh, we had a follow up from that email from Dan Chubb. So it says to follow up, what Pokey Chubb do you think would make the best serial killer? Use your own definition of best with regards to serial killing. Thanks, Dan Chubb. Hmm. Which, well, what is a pokey chub? <laughs> it's just, just Pokemon. It's a made up word. It's a, a, it's a chub. Action. It's a chub step Pokemon version of a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a soft. Not a, not a, not a full boner. Just, just a little, little, little chub, little chub going. going. Oh, like the, oh, you know, like the blood rush. But you're not I was thinking just like a smaller, fat version of a, of a Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What about his wiener? <laughs> I, I don't even care about his wiener. <laughs> not basing him on that. <laughs> Jay, well, I, it might have to do with the serial killer thing. Well, okay, so serial killer, we're going to go with Squirtle. Look at that little guy. You're not going to take a look at him and think, oh, my God, this dude's going to fuck me I up. See. You look at him and you go, oh, how sweet. No. You're holding him. He stabs you in the neck. That's it. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Mime. Uh, go ahead. What, go ahead and look at Mister Mind. Number is he? Number one twenty-two. Uh, this guy looks like a psycho, an absolute psycho. Oh my god! <laughs> you cannot tell me this guy has not killed somebody in the past. He has some, obviously has some serious mental issues. Um, perfect. His full body clown makeup. On. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, look at one twenty-four too. Yeah, I was looking His at partner Jinx. in crime. Jinx is. Uh, yeah, Jinx. Yeah, the two of them could make a good, like you know, Bonnie and Clyde type scenario. 
definitely definitely up to some um, up to something for sure. Yeah, that would be terror like terrible if they you wake up, they're standing over your bed, you got <laughs> yeah. creepy clown. That's probably the last one I'd want. Yeah. Clown. Exactly. <laughs> Much rather have this bug thing with a mouth and then pin I don't even know what's going on. His name is Pincer and he's got pinchers. <laughs> well the names were pretty were pretty on the nose. Um <laughs> so, uh any other thoughts on this, Paul? Pat said a squirrel, I mean, Mr. Mime. If, if I gotta yeah. pick a different one, uh I'm probably going with the, this one guy's name is just Shiftry. Shiftry. Like he's a shifty guy. He's number two seventy five. He's got little uh leaves for hands or He looks like he, looks he, like he grew he up looks, in the he jungle. He looks angry. He look, he's just like shifty. And it says dark right now. It says grass and dark. I don't know what that means, but it makes me think he has a dungeon for other he probably Pokemon. has a dark side to him. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him at all. Hey, who are your friends? I don't like them. How, how about a uh, Jeff Goldblum movie review? Hi. Hi. Oh, yeah. Hi. I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? <laughs> What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's going to be Goldblum. By jamming them. Into his pocket. I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Jared, I watched the trailer. <laughs> nice. What do you think, Pat? What's your initial thoughts on the trailer? I don't. I, I don't think I would watch that movie. <laughs> You're lucky you didn't. Did you watch this, Paul? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize I was watching this one till today, so I, I sent it to you guys last minute. Um, obviously, I sent it to you today, and I had luckily I had time to watch it today, too. Uh, thank God it's Friday, 1978. Uh, so <laughs> this movie is basically it's a basically a snapshot starting in the evening uh, basically just one night at this disco club. There's one scene, basically, for this whole movie, other than this one guy who's driving in this uh, equipment. This, uh, this. Oh, that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. There's there's a high, the guy on this highway. All right, so here's the whole concept. It's following, like, maybe six or seven different characters. and Like groups of characters. Yes, groups, you're right, groups of characters. And it's all there was too many. And all the it's not like an opening night, but just like a big night, maybe like a Friday. It's a Friday night. It's called Thank God It's Friday. It's a Friday night. Yeah, the uh, Commodores were playing. The Commodores were playing, and uh, so everybody there was going to be some dance contest, and the winner gets money. So there's it's a big night. Uh, they're airing it live on the radio. Uh, so the different people that are in. Let's go through the different characters that are in this, Paul. The different groups. Oh, here we go. Uh, so I guess the first group would be the two teenage girls who are underage trying to win the dance competition so they can go see a KISS concert. <laughs> Sounds like Pat's kind of girl. I think Pat would have liked him. <laughs> <laughs> then the next group was uh, two of-age guys. One was like the classic, oh, we gotta get... Some tail. We're gonna man. get some chicks, man. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the other guy's like, I just need a good girl, and like he learned to dance from this other guy. Uh, there was a just dancing guy. Like people called him the Leather Man because he always wore leather jackets. <laughs> he was my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is this. Uh, there was. Oh, keep going. Sorry. There was gold. Oh, well, there was a husband and wife yes. that decided last minute to go to the discotheque. Yes. And uh, that became Goldblum, who was the owner. His love interest was this man's wife. Correct. So Goldblum, a little much of a homewrecker. Goldblum owns the – he pulls up in a Porsche. 
uh, like a 1970s Porsche Carrera. Uh, really nice. Porsche. Yeah, and he and he is the owner of the club, and you can tell he's a ladies' man. Like girls are keep like coming up to him, and he keeps like blowing him off. Uh, and then he sees this this couple walk in, and they're an uptight couple. Like the guy's wearing like a suit in there, the girl's wearing a dress. They just got back from a fancy dinner. They decide to go in there, and he just immediately comes up and is just like, "Hey, can I dance with your wife?" Not really giving him an option, and starts dancing her. And then he starts like, "Let me show you around to the back," and like basically he's trying to like knows, you know, he's trying to take over this as his girl. But to be fair, in the movie they're portraying the girl's husband as just the worst guy ever. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. The fir- so I the first line that this guy says in the movie. They leave this restaurant they were having their anniversary dinner at. And he says this line. Since you're drunk, we'll go home and I'll take advantage of that you. Was, that was verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super awkward. Yeah. She's just like, meanwhile, she's the gift he got her for their anniversary was a wooden pepper shaker. And he's all proud of it. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and he says, I didn't know what to get you out of wood. It was either going to be a wooden bat or a... And I don't know why it had to be out of wood. That was never explained. Uh, so back in the old days, there's like different anniversaries. Like the first one's like the paper anniversary. Oh. And it's like the cotton anniversary. But they were in five years deep. Okay. So I guess that's wood. I completely forgot about that. I've like heard about that once, but I forgot that was a thing. Yes. And then eventually like moves up to different metals and things like that. <laughs> Maybe diamonds. Yeah. Run in there. Um, okay, so we had to get her a wooden gift, I see. And then he got her uh, a pepper shaker. Sure, yeah, sure, she was super excited about that. Uh, I so couple goes in there. He starts hitting on – he gets finds some, like, Bella Thorne lookalike girl and starts taking drugs from her while she's hitting on – or Goldblum's hitting on the, his wife. Yes. Yeah, he did a, a bunch of drugs, but he didn't – you know, try and stop himself from the drugs. Yes, he did not. He was he was fully. She was like, eat these. Yep. And he just went okay. Yep. So then, I'm on team. I'm on team Goldblum in this movie. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I'm I'm not on. <laughs> the reason I'm not on team Goldblum on this one is somehow this guy like hits his Porsche with like a umbrella, and no. for, <laughs> it does like one of those classic things they used to only do in '70s movies. I'm sure you've seen this, Pat. Where like. The car all of a sudden, like the car drops down, and then like the wheels fall off, and then it just like collapses, like something that just doesn't <laughs> exist. Like that no, never no, happens in real no, life. No, no. So throughout the whole movie, everybody kept hitting Goldblum's car. I missed that part. Like maybe I wasn't paying attention. You to missed. That. Oh, so literally, like the two, the guy that dropped off the girls hits the car. Then the two guys come in. They hit the car. The dancing guy comes in. He hits oh, the car. Oh, I like, see. Everyone was just hitting Goldblum's car. So then when he hits it with the salt shaker or the pepper, it just, like, finally broke. And Goldblum's like, oh, my car. Okay, I see. Okay, but it's... Okay, so that makes more sense for why it led to that point. Uh, still, from a physics standpoint, <laughs> the, the one hit to the pepper shaker and then the car... Like, it went in a series of things. It wasn't all at once. It was like, that broke, then that broke, then oh, that yeah. broke, then that wheel fell off, then that wheel. It was like a series of <laughs> of things, just not reality. So that's that's a group. Then there's the DJ. That's a, It's his first night, that the, first night being a DJ. The Commodores are supposed to be playing, but there's this guy named uh, Wrong Turn something. Just like wrong way, Eddie or yeah. Freddy or something. Wrong way, Freddy has some name like that, and he's driving, and just takes you back to a simpler time where he had this map, and you realize nobody uses maps anymore. <laughs> and so he's looking at this map, and he's trying to figure out how to get there, and he just the map flies out the window, and he doesn't know how to get there, and he keeps getting pulled over by the cops because they think he's stealing stuff, and he keep then he keeps having to perform live for them. <laughs> he like takes out a drum kit and starts performing. <laughs> They're like, prove that it's your stuff. He's like, okay. He's yeah, playing so he all the plays instruments, instruments for the cops. That's how cops <laughs> operate, right, Pat? <laughs> That's pretty standard. Oh, like, oh, these are your, you're a drug dealer? Let me see you have these drugs to prove that they're yours. Uh, so, <laughs> How about you do those? So then, you, so on the cover of this is Donna Summers, but she's a fairly small part of this. So Donna Summers. She sings the one song, right? Yeah, so Donna Summer, the, the singer, she is like, Somebody's just trying to get her stuff heard on the radio. And so she keeps trying to sneak into the DJ booth to try to, um, you know, 
get her stuff played. And then yeah, and uh, yep. she also ends up hooking up with the DJ. Whoa! Spoiler <laughs> for everyone Sorry. who was gonna go watch. <laughs> well, we haven't even gotten to the best couple yet, Paul. What do you know? I'm going with this with the short guy and the yes, tall girl. Yes, the short guy, and the tall oh girl. There's this guy that talks like this, and he's like, "I don't like those uh, educated these college broads that think they know everything." That's how he. T- <laughs> he's a. I'm a garbage man. That's a, he literally like the most. Like, just not a real person in real life. This guy is just so over the top, uh, and he's with this super uptight. They met on the—I met on some computer dating thing, which— Yeah, I didn't know when the internet—I didn't know the internet was there in 1970. Yeah, I didn't know either, but he references meeting her on, like, basically online dating. And there's this chubby, short guy that talks like this, and he meets this kind of, like, uptight uh, girl— who's wearing like this blue dress. And for some reason, like she's nice to him. And then he's just automatically like just starts off just being a douche because I don't know why it's not really because she went to college. <laughs> Cause she was like taller than him. Yeah. But everybody was like, taller that was the than only him. reason I know he's the shortest guy in there. He's yeah. like, I wanted a midget. Yeah. So then he wanted to, then he like freaks out and then she punches him and that's when he likes her. Um, more to come on that, but yeah, yeah I don't want to ruin no, too much of that. that was... but, uh, anything else from this, Paul, that stood out to you? Um, yeah, uh, I did like Goldblum's speech at the end. Uh, so he's trying to seduce that one woman. Yep. And she's kind of like, oh, I'm going to leave. Her husband had been like, you know, coked out. She's like, I'm just going to get out of here. Then Goldblum walks up to her and just knocks her socks off. Gives her the speech of a lifetime. Meanwhile, while he's giving the speech, like six girls come up to him and are like, Ah, Jeff Goldblum, you said we could talk later. And he's like, get out of here. But he gives he gives a nice speech. But And uh, I think she came around a bit. She was going to get in his Porsche. She was definitely. Let's just say things definitely might happen in that movie. We don't. We got to leave something up to the audience to watch, right, Paul? <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it. Oh, you know the one guy that was looking for a girl. <laughs> God bless you. Thanks. I'm allowed to do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the guy that was looking for a good girl, does he find the good girl? Ooh. You, you got to go. Ooh. Watch it <laughs> Good point. Good point. So uh, overall, I this is one of the things I don't know. This one's hard for me to figure out because for you got to realize this is a, like a 1978 movie. Um, it's I hated it. <laughs> I just hated it. It is 100 percent not top tier. I'm trying to think. Is it like? Is it is it bottom tier? Like so, you would if somebody watches, you would be like, yeah, definitely don't watch this. Yeah, I mean, no, there's literally yeah. Sorry. Every actor in it was like, they're like, hey, uh, you know that one guy from Greece? Uh, pretend you're him and then go over the top. Be j- shit. Yeah. Yeah. Be over the <laughs> yeah. Top. Acting was, was just like. Acting was horrible in this bad. movie. Yeah. The characters were super like stereotypical. There's no character development in the movie. The, the characters are very bad. Uh, the best one might be, the best actor might be like the the whole like Donna Summers uh, I've seen the DJ, DJ guy. guy. Yeah, probably the best actor yeah. in the movie. Goldblum's fine in it. Uh, he's good in it. Um, but yeah, let's go bottom. You're right, Paul. This is this is unwatchable. I'm trying to find things of this that I like from it, but it's not good. <laughs> you know, this made seven million three hundred thousand dollars at, at the box office at the time. That's a good amount. Yeah, with a two million dollar budget. That's a so good. That's a good deal. There. Surprised they didn't. It's all going to. Gold I'm Gold. surprised they didn't make Thank God it's Saturday. <laughs> I already come up with a sequel. Maybe, maybe it's got to, what we got to do now. I looked up real fast that DJ died and like he was like thirty something years old when he died, so he didn't make a lot of stuff after that. Um, sad. Just want to bring bring the show down a little bit. Uh, bottom tier for me. The disco life is crazy. Randy Quaid on the Independence Day movie review scale. I'm fly. I'm pilot. I don't understand Bravo. the scale. Yeah. Bottom tier. Um, okay. So what else? What did Randy Quaid do to you? Um. 
not much after Independence Day. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Pat, was there something you want to get to? Um, gotta do a quick bitch what? I said bitch. Bitch what? Bitch 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 what? I said bitch what? Bitch 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 bitch. You said bitch. Yeah. Okay. Bitch what? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just every t- from now on I'm doing all the segments when he comes on. <laughs> anyway, I. Can't confirm if this is actually true, but if it is, it's just like, what are we even doing nowadays? Supposedly, someone called 97-1 The Drive and was offended because they played Rock You Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions because there was currently a hurricane going on and it was insensitive. So they threatened to protest the the, uh, the station. Um, I I just, I, I don't get, it's like people are trying to start problems at this point. You know, it's like one... This is not a South Carolina or North Carolina radio station. Uh, it's a classic rock radio station, and it's like that is one of like the most played classic rock songs you could think of, right? Yeah. I mean, when I think of it, that's like one of those like um, it could be uh, stadium played at like sports stadiums. It could pl- be played at gentlemen's clubs. It could be played anywhere, right? Yeah. It's just yeah, like it's, always yeah, played. And, and it's my stripping song. Yeah, it's all stripping song. And and there's a <laughs> limit. And pour some sugar on it. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, the the thing is, there's a limited amount of classic rock songs because they can't make songs it's from classic. the 70s it's anymore. Over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. So if this is actually true, it's just like get a job, pick a hobby, bitch what. <laughs> I feel. I feel like I would, if I were in a hurricane, I would 100% be playing that song, like as a joke type thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Throughout the entire yeah. of the hurricane. Yeah, and see, like, you know, that's like what I would be doing. I'd be doing the opposite of that. Uh, yeah, you you just got to ignore those people, right? I mean, that's ridiculous. Shut up, bitch! Paul, was there something you wanted to bring up? Yeah, I got some uh, some sad news. <laughs> So, uh, I was sitting at my work desk the other day, and, uh, I had my legs crossed, as I normally do. You know, just businessman in it. Uh, all of a sudden, I lose feeling in my entire right foot. Put it on the ground, I can't lift my right foot up. So, what I did was I pinched a nerve in my leg, and now I can't lift my right foot up. For how long? This is a fo- this is a follow up to the hornet sting on my left foot. Oh, so you're in a wheelchair now? No, it's it's not. No, I can move. I'm left foot's good now. Right foot can't move it up, but I can put it down. And I found out you don't really need to move your foot up for like anything. Okay, at all. <laughs> That's what we found out from this. Yeah, science. So you could rollerblade right now, still pretty good. I don't think. Uh, I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. All right, well, there we go. Be the, fir- be the first uh, one-footed roller man. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I want to talk about your foot. I want to touch on something real fast here. That's okay. Uh, what's with the Bills Mafia outlawing jumping on tables? That's you never, old. You never, never stopped the Bills Mafia. That's old news, Pat. Is that what you said? That's been going on for a couple seasons now, hasn't it? I just saw that they're like they posted. Or ESPN's posted something that uh, people in the Bills are not probably like the actual like Bills police were saying that they're gonna like they could actually start now legally prosecuting people that are jumping on tables. I think I think it was slamming other people through tables is where the problem comes in. I did see it could end up being like men's. Exactly. Yeah. I see. I but if you jump yourself through a table, I think it's good. Okay. I did see a really good video though of this guy that jumps into another bigger guy, and the guy in midair grabs him and throws him onto the table. It was really good, like in a smooth motion. It was very impressive. Practice that. It had to be practiced. They probably practice on like a, a couch first or something, 
and then let's try this on a plastic table later when we break this. Yeah. Um, but I hope that's not, you know, I hope they don't outlaw that because one of the reasons I want to go to a Buffalo Bills game is one, so I can wear my Joe Webb Buffalo Bills jersey, and number two, so that I can see somebody go through a table. <laughs> so, I tried to jump through a wooden table once, and uh, it was it was sturdy. <laughs> okay. So, Ouch. <laughs> don't recommend that. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't clear the beer cans off it either. So, <laughs> so double fail. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I, I dented it. Let's do this uh, Tanzania news fast right here. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. And scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Yeah, Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. From Tanzania? Yes, I am. Did you guys, Pat, did you look at this? Magafuli wants people to fuck! <laughs> Yo! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I got sent this. If anybody ever wants to send me Tanzania news, they can just uh, send it to me on Twitter, at ChubstepJared or anything like that. Uh, Cousin Uncle Jerome sent me this. Yeah, but the, the CNN World post a Magafuli saying, Don't use birth control. Tanzania's president tells women in the country. He says that uh, women can now give up contraceptive methods. (laughs) Those going for family planning are lazy. They are afraid they will not be able to feed their children. They do not (laughs) want to work hard to feed a large family, and that is why they opt out for birth control and end up with one or two children only, he said at a public rally Sunday. This is like two weeks ago now at this point. Um Uh, but yeah, apparently the only the population to grow, correct? Yes, that's where he's going with this. Was he trying to build an army? Um, I, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna strongly disagree with this with his statement on this one. He's saying that the, <laughs> I just like his theory that the only reason people only have a couple kids is so that because they're too lazy and they don't want to work hard enough. So uh, with he said that. He said, "You only end up with one or two kids." That's a quote from him. The quote. That's what I. The quote. Guess how many kids he has. How many does he have? He has two kids. kids. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you know this? It's in the article. (laughs) Just gotta scroll down. I didn't see that part. I didn't scroll all the way down. Uh, Yeah. Oh God! Just ridiculous. Not a Tanzania correspondent for NBC over here. (laughs) But just, uh, just a ridiculous statement to say, like. Just, oh, okay, yeah, you think you can't afford it. Just go ahead and have kids. You'll figure it out. I'm sure you'll work hard enough to afford the kids. Like, it's a really bad idea to have a kid if you can't afford it. Like, that's, you're setting yourself up for for a hard time. Maybe there would be more kids and more banging if he brought the miniskirts back. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> See, the guy that's just fair. contradicts himself. And also, like, <laughs> what about the, you know, there's a there's a high rate of, you know, AIDS in Africa. We've talked about HIV and AIDS in past Tanzania articles, like, I think forms of birth control, I mean, obviously a condom is a form of birth control, like that can help prevent STDs and that kind of thing. I feel like going ahead and just saying, let's just get rid of birth control, probably not the best thing to say, just in a general statement. Uh, but that's Magafuli, though. This is classic Magafuli. That is classic Magafuli. He also denies education to pregnant schoolgirls. Yes, yeah, that's a, that's been a previous one we talked about. Uh, because he didn't want them like talking about their kids or like interrupting the class, being like, "I gotta <laughs> deal with my kids." So what does he want here? He wants people to go have a baby, but not after the be eighteen or yeah, something. Yes, you'd be. Oh yeah. So I guess that's a good that that is one positive spin in this. He doesn't want underage pregnancies. He wants the kids to be done with school and then you start having kids to think about it. You know, be be settled down, married. He didn't even say that. Just wants a lot of kids. <laughs> but he say, only has two kids. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not for him, of course. Not for him, of course. You know. He's got to have some other kids out there. It's very possible. It's very possible. I'll get on Magafuli's bad side right now, <laughs> and I'll say he probably has an illegitimate child. Yeah. Not, I'm not denying that. Not denying that. Uh, Don't send this to Tim. Yeah. <laughs> they can get it there if they want. Uh, what? Uh, Eddie, 
uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to get to before we wrap it up? I'm good. We got meat scented candles in this episode. Everybody's excited Woo! about this. Everybody's I also excited. I can finally about this. sleep. <laughs> You're gonna sleep great tonight, Pat. If we could find one of those meat scented candles, I'd love that. But if they're all sold out, nobody's just got them for resale on like eBay or something. I bet. But uh, yeah, they chug those things down. They probably, they probably chug those down. Yeah. I just don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, I to, as far as scents go, I don't know where you'd where you'd use that. You know, why would you want something that's did, gonna make uh, you more hungry? Assuming it's did good. Elle ever get that beef jerky scented candle? <laughs> if only she got anything out of that deal. No, I, I've. I've seen we checked out with her a few weeks ago and she had still not gotten the beef jerky. I just saw her recently. I would know at this point if she got the beef jerky. She got scammed out of like 20 bucks from a. Let's go find that kid. She, all we know is he kind of looks like uh, Brad, who listens to the show as well. Uh, that's all we so know we about him. Brad door to door. We had Brad door to door and say, wait, aren't. And then someone finds somebody else that recognizes him. Says, aren't you that kid that also does this? And he's like, yeah, wait, what's that kid's oh, yeah. name again? Yeah, so basically my <laughs> sister got scammed out of money from a kid because apparently you can go to beef, you sell beef turkey door to door and just not do anything about it. There's no way, you know, just take the money. We, that's a good scam, actually. Yeah, because it seems innocent enough. We just need a kid. Just need a kid. <laughs> Have somebody go to uh, Tanzania. Mo- They're going to be having lots of kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, then in that case, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, people email the show chubstep.podcast at gmail.com rate the show on iTunes we need some of those iTunes reviews so that we can uh, we'll read them out loud on the show Twitter Chubstep Podcast Facebook Chubstep Podcast uh, yeah all that stuff you know the uh, the guy all you guys uh, Pat Callahan 44 hey hey you actually said it correct Steed underscore Palomino that's my Instagram. Instagram. Oh, yeah. uh, trying to get followers. Trying to get followers. Like he doesn't post a lot, but when he posts, he gets a lot of likes. Good ratio. I'll post something tonight. Yeah, my my like to follower ratio is one of the highest in Instagram. In Instagram history, be ready for that. Be part of the movement that is Steve Palomino. And, uh, yeah, of course, Pat Callan, 44, he posted a picture recently uh, from Milwaukee, I believe. Right, Pat? That's correct. So if you want to see what that was all about, uh, you can read into that picture a lot. Follow Pat there. You're dying to know. <laughs> uh, and the show has ended. I rest my case. <laughs> I like that noise. Oh. Nice. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.